There comes a time when you have to let everything fall apart. When you have to stop fighting for a life you've outgrown and trust that you'll be okay, even if you can't see how right now. For a while, everything may feel messy and hard, and you may feel scared and lost. Embrace the fear, embrace the uncertainty, embrace the loss. The dark tunnel of change leads to the light of possibility, but first you have to go through it. Lori Deshane. Uncertainty is an uncomfortable feeling to deal with, but one of the biggest lessons of life is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, to be certain that things will never be certain. Hi my friend, it's Jasmine and welcome to the podcast Shy to Shining, a personal development podcast designed to help you break out of your shell and build self-confidence so you can shine your light onto the world. Welcome to episode 4 of the podcast. I will say technically this should have been episode 5, but I'm on spring break this week and actually I'm on an extended spring break which I'll talk more about later in this episode. So I thought it would be fair to give myself a little time to rest and relax, especially since I traveled to visit my sister who lives in Chicago and so I just really wanted to you know enjoy this time away from school and enjoy this time with my family and my friends and just have a great space for me to just decompress and not give in to the expectations that I always put myself on because this is not my job this is something I do for fun and so I will be honest I felt guilty for not uploading because I know how important it is to be consistent and I know that you were probably were super excited for a new episode However, I did film an episode the night before my plane took off the next morning and I just was not happy with it and I did not want to put something out there just for the sake of putting something out there. I'm a perfectionist just to be honest, but at the same time, I do realize that I want to carefully craft the episodes that I have for you because if you're going to take time out of your day to listen to it, then I want to take the time out of my day to actually make sure it's going to be something of value to you and something of value to me to actually share with you. And so that's why I was like, I'm not going to put this up. It's not my best work and you guys don't deserve to listen to not my best work. But also I recognize that I need rest. I'm not a person who likes to rest. I struggle with rest a whole lot. And so that break, I really needed to figure out the best ways for me to rest. And some of the best ways is just to take off this hat of being a person who has to like be a YouTuber and a podcaster and all that stuff. And so it was just nice to be free from that for a little bit. But now I'm back on the whole um, content creation train and I wanted to make this episode something that reflects the time that we're living in right now. As a college student and just a person in general living with this pandemic called coronavirus that has popped up and is sparking fear in so many people's lives and causing things to shut down and causing people to stay home from work and people, college students specifically, to stay home from school. For me personally, my school is not online for the rest of the semester as of right now. I don't know what's going to happen in April, but for the rest of March, we are having a one-week extended break of spring break where we don't have any classes, and then the following two weeks, we will have online classes, and I just want to discuss that. I really want to create a space where I can reflect on how I'm feeling with all of this going on and create a space for you to kind of reflect on how you're feeling as well and I just felt like the overarching theme of this episode is navigating times of uncertainty because we really have never experienced something like this before I've never lived through something like this before my parents haven't either and so I really wanted just to talk about it 
talk about it from a specific standpoint of being a college student um, dealing with the coronavirus issue and talk it talk about it from a um, personal standpoint about where I am in life being a junior and about to enter um, my senior year in this fall and how I don't really know what I'm doing and then talk about it from a broad perspective on six ways that you can help yourself navigate times of uncertainty in a healthy way so without further ado let's dive in One of the main reasons why I'm filming this podcast, I keep saying filming, I mean recording, why I'm recording this podcast episode about the overarching theme of uncertainty, because no one could have predicted this to happen. No one could have predicted that colleges around the country, institutions were going to shut down and cause students to go home and learn how to and function as a student online. No one could have predicted that small businesses, large corporations, um, grocery stores would run out of toilet tissue. It's just a weird time to navigate right now. It's such a weird time, and I, I don't really know how to process it. Part of me, like, I'm not giving into this hysteria culture of fear and anxiety. Granted that I do have several privileges of being able to have the ability to go home and knowing that I have a healthy home life. Because I know not many college students can't say the same. Some college students are going back to a home life that's not beneficial or positive for them. That's really hard to think about um, because maybe college is like their safe space for them. But also, I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like with my faith, my foundation of faith, I just have this uh, trust in God amidst this uncertainty this time of certainty with the coronavirus where i'm just praying for other people and myself to be covered and as i was praying i was like wow i mean i'm covered by the blood of jesus and last time i checked the blood of jesus is stronger than any germ and any virus that can come against us and any disease right so that's just my thought process i'm just keeping a faith perspective of this pandemic that's going on it's just crazy how our country's functioning around. It's crazy how our, our like the world is functioning right now. And um, I have found myself having to take frequent breaks from social media because people are posting about it 24-7. And it's becoming too much sometimes to be like, dang, this is the state of our world right now. And it's, sometimes I want to close my eyes and wake up the next morning and think it's a dream, but it's not a dream. Because it's just like our current state. It's just... Oh, it's just such a weird time to navigate, and I don't even know if I'm making sense right now, but I'm just verbally processing what I'm thinking about, and I'm not overwhelmed. I'm just here, and I'm just trying to keep updated, and I'm trying to keep positive. You know, this is a topic for another episode, but, like, I, I put a lot of worth in my work, and to be on an extended spring break when I was you know, everyone was planning on going back to school after spring break to kind of go back to that routine and being productive to coming home to out any structure. It's really hard for me. And I've been really lazy. I've been trying to give myself permission to be to rest. But like I said in the intro, I'm not good at resting. And I'm feeling really lazy. Like I feel like all I'm doing is sleeping and eating. And I'm trying to be creative and do some content creation, but I'm also like, I just don't have the motivation. And it's just a weird time to navigate. And I think it's important to give yourself a mental health check to see where you are. Because I know a lot of people who um, could be doing well during this time, but also people who might be struggling, you know, being home and being isolated and 
spend time by yourself and all that stuff. So I just wanted to share my honest thoughts of how spending this time at home is giving me a great opportunity to rest. It's giving me a great opportunity to spend time with my family because if I'm going to be honest, I never really was homesick really that much throughout my college journey right now. But for some reason, I have felt homesick. Not that I couldn't go home, but like felt the urge to go home and be hugged by my family. And so now I have that opportunity now to do that. This podcast in, uh, intro is just kind of all over the place because that's how I feel. I kind of feel all over the place. I don't know how to feel. Each day is going to present something new and we just don't know how long this is going to last. And so, yeah, my thing is just check on yourself, reflect on how you're feeling, but check on others, check on your family members, check on your grandparents, really, making sure that they're okay and check on your friends who are other college students, making sure they're okay during this time of transition and uncertainty. And that's just kind of the end of my brain dump. Hopefully that all made sense. Um, going back onto script, I wanted to do this episode about uncertainty because not only the coronavirus, but just where I am in life right now, being a junior in college. I still don't really know what I want to do when I get out of college. There's so many options and like, I like the ability to have options, but I also... Too many is hard to choose from, and I'm very indecisive, and it's kind of scary. You know, I, I see other people who are just going for a career that has more of a linear path than mine doesn't. And that's exciting, but it's also more terrifying than exciting. And so I've had my fair share of fears when it comes to navigating uncertainty with career. I, ha- I have a year left of my senior year, and this is my last summer before, you know, I get ready to enter the workforce. I want to use it well, and I'm currently trying to apply for internships, but it's kind of hard because... I don't really know what skills I want to build upon because I don't know what area in the workforce I want to go into. Like naturally, you may think social media, right? But I don't know if I really, really, I don't know if I really get joy out of social media. I, I I get joy out of connecting with people and fostering community and spreading positivity and sharing my thoughts with other people so they won't feel alone. But the the whole uh, the whole process of planning content and taking photos and making my feed look like this and I don't know it's, it's not my favorite <laughs> I'm gonna be honest it's not my favorite it's not the part that gets me fired up it's the people that I connect with that gets me fired up so I don't know if I really truly enjoy managing other people's social media accounts even though that's a need that people have and I can fulfill that but will I be fulfilled by while fulfilling that you know what I mean so that's where I am right now so that's where I am with the whole coronavirus pandemic that's happening that I'm hoping will slow down soon. That's where I am with career preparation as a junior, preparing to be a senior. Like next week, I have my advising appointment with my advisor with I where I'm scheduling my first semester of senior year and it's crazy to say that out loud I feel like just the other day I was I can just remember it like it was yesterday driving up well I wasn't driving but my mom driving me up and people cheering and she and saying welcome to Belmont and moving into my dorm and just being like this is it this is college oh my goodness and then now I hear him about to schedule my last my second to last semester of college it's insane Time is going way so fast. Way so fast? Time is going so fast. Really, this episode is just me processing and giving you time to process because I know I'm not the only one dealing with this and I felt that way for so long, especially my freshman year. Being an undeclared major 
was really hard on me. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, I remember crying myself to sleep several times at night. Not several times a night, but several times throughout my freshman year because it was just too much of a burden to handle of like, I really don't know what I'm doing. Like, here I am. I worked my butt off in high school just to get to this point to be in college. And now that I'm in college, what am I supposed to do? And I remember like praying all the time to God, asking him to reveal to me what he wants me to do. And I just felt very confused. I felt like everyone around me, even though not everyone around me technically knows what they're doing, um, had like a focus. And I used to dread when people would ask me, my family members especially, um, that I don't see a lot, at, you know, like family reunions and Thanksgiving dinners and get-togethers. We're like, oh, you're in college, so what's your, ma what are, what's your major? And I would be like, uh, I would whisper, <laughs> undeclared. And they'd be like, what? <clears throat> I'm under <clears throat> declared <laughs> and it was just I remember it being a very uh embarrassing time for me because it's like I did all this work to get here yeah I don't know what I was working towards and that's my biggest struggle right now as a junior I've changed my major and I like my new major and I'm doing all these things and being part of these extracurricular activities and being officers of clubs and organizations and doing this and doing that but for what and that's where uncertainty comes. To me, uncertainty feels like that very concise, one-word way of saying, I don't know what to do, where to go, or how to feel right now. So applying that to what we're de dealing with right now, I mean, with the coronavirus, I mean, I am just following suit with what we are being asked to do, but also... I don't know when this is going to be over, right? We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know what's going to happen as a result of us self-quarantining ourselves and practicing social distancing. And then thinking about being an undeclared major, you're like, I don't want to choose the wrong major because if I do, and then I realize I need to change out of that major, then it could be more complicated down the road. Um, but I also don't like not having a major, so maybe choosing a major and trying it out is not really that bad. I don't know what to do, where to go, or how to feel. And so, as I was thinking about this, a couple Bible verses came to my mind because, again, in times of uncertainty, I run to God. I run to the source when my resources are running out. That was actually inspired by a creative by the name Natalie Lauren Sims. You should go check her out. I was watching her story last night and she said something along those lines. I was like, boom! Okay, that is a great line to put in my podcast. But the first verse that I found was talking about how, in my mind, I feel as if we deal with small doses of uncertainty every day. And so, for example, that could look like you know, as a college student waking up and you're expecting to go to all your classes, right? But maybe one day you wake up and you see an email from, from a professor saying, oh, by the way, classes canceled today, Not don't come in. And so you didn't, when you went to bed, you weren't expecting to for classes to be canceled. I mean, some people might be like, oh, please let classes be canceled because it's super cold outside. I don't want to walk. Anyways, but um, you, you have no clue of whether or not that's going to happen. That's a small dose of uncertainty that you weren't prepared for but had to experience. Yet, you made it through, right? And so, if we can make it through those small doses of uncertainty, why can't we make it through the large doses of uncertainty? You know, if you think about it, those larger doses of uncertainty, such as what we're dealing with right now, is small pieces of uncertainty bind it together and we break it down back to its small pieces, then it's a little bit more manageable, right? And so when I was thinking about that, the first verse that came into my mind was 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. 
It states, therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And for me, that first stuck out to me as as I was trying to find inspiration what to say because it talked about how we are being renewed day by day and how that talks about one of the biggest pieces of uncertainty is like life in general and how each day is a gift and that we are granted life every day we're not certain that every time we close our eyes and go to sleep at night each night that we are certain that we'll wake up in the morning we are hopeful and we're expectant but there's no guarantee right and I'm not trying to be morbid I'm just trying to be real with you about just how a gift it is to be able to wake up each morning and that he puts breath in your lungs and a beating in your heart to say that your purpose is not yet done and your assignment still needs to be fulfilled so I'm going to grant you this gift of life continuously because that you're not certain that that's going to happen each day and so if we can deal with that and if God's saying you're being renewed day to day then why can't we deal with this uncertainty or other forms of uncertainty right when that's one of the biggest forms of uncertainty if you think about it and then that also led me to another Bible verse that came to me uh, it was Psalms 91 verses 1 through 16 and I shared this on my Instagram page um, a few days ago because I really felt like people my friends my my audience in general just people in general needed encouragement during this time because we were really giving into this fear that is being instilled in our community and our culture and our country really in our world right and I was like God you know I've seen you do this for other people you know when they open up their Bible and you and they say Lord show me where you want me to read today and it happens and I hear people tell that story I'm like that's so cool I wish I could do that right and so um, I've tried in the past but never to this kind of clarity have I gotten what I've uh, does that make sense um I've tried in the past to kind of open it up and be like okay God where do you want me to go and I felt like um it has never been as clear as it has been on this occasion so I felt really excited um basically I asked God to, to help me find a verse that was going to encourage people right now and I waited for a few minutes and then this phrase came to my mind about the Lord being my fortress and I was like, okay, so I, I'm, I'm really good at remembering phrases of a verse, but I needed Google's help. So I typed into Google and I showed up the Bible verse that I was referring to that couldn't remember exactly word for word. And I kept reading it and I had this moment. I was like, oh my goodness, this is the most perfect, most, not perfect, but this is the best verse that I can think of right now to kind of share how I'm feeling and how I want to encourage people. And so I want to read that for you. Verse 1 states, Live under the protection of God most high and stay in the shadow of God all-powerful. Then you will say to the Lord, You are my fortress, my place of safety. You are my God and I trust you. The Lord will keep you safe from secret traps and deadly diseases. He will spread his wings over you and keep you secure. His faithfulness is like a shield or a city wall. You won't need to worry about dangers at night or arrows during the day. And you won't fear diseases. Fear diseases. Fear diseases. I mean, could that not get better? That strike in the dark or sudden disaster at midday. I'm going to skip from verse 6 down to verse 11. It says, God will command his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will carry you in their arms and you won't hurt your feet on the stones. You will overpower the strongest lions and the most deadly snakes. Snakes. Hmm. Hmm. 
Satan? Wasn't he a snake when he tempted Adam and Eve? Hmm? The enemy tempting you? The enemy trying to surround us in fear right now? Okay, I digress because I might start preaching. <laughs> but verse 14 says, The Lord says, If you love me and truly know who I am, I will rescue you and keep you safe. When you are in trouble, call out to me. I will answer and be there to protect you and honor you. You will live a long life and see my saving power. My drop. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, I can, I cannot not share this, right? And so I just felt like it was probably one of the best verses that I could have ever, like, not, not even say I thought of, just that God put on my heart to share. And so I'm really grateful for that. But leading from the Bible verses to my last part of the podcast, I just want to leave you with six general things to do during times of uncertainty now this is not an exhaustive list i just made some things that i think that i've been doing that i've seen other people do and also what apa.org suggests because you know i had a little research in there just to kind of help make this time a little bit more manageable a little bit more bearable a little less overwhelming One is don't look to what others are doing. Now, this is more so speaking to my undeclared story that I talked about, less of what's going on on social media right now with the coronavirus. However, it could go with it just because when you're looking to other people who are being fearful and worrisome online right now and lots and lots of people are being that way, that can be really heavy and kind of overwhelming to take in. Um, especially when you turn on the TV, that's all of what the, that's all of what the news is talking about. When you turn on your phone and you look scroll through social media, that's what all that social media is talking about. Like no one's really talking about anything else, and so it can become very overwhelming. And you might give into that fear phenomenon, right? But in terms of the undeclared major, I remember seeing some of my favorite businesswomen and inspirational. Um, leaders uh, i don't know how to say that i guess like i was looking at some of my favorite content creators and inspirational businesswomen and what they're doing and kind of seeing what have they done to get to where they are and what could i do that they did to get me to where i want to be does that make sense essentially i was comparing my part c to their part f in their life or maybe further like part m in their life trying to see okay when they were at my part c what do they do and then maybe if i do that too right I would get to where they are and i had to realize that that is not the most healthiest way to do i mean it's great to pull inspiration from somebody in their journey but it's not great to copy them and i felt myself comparing and just being like wow you know i really don't know what i'm doing and maybe if i tried to do someone else's career i'll be fulfilled like them and i had to realize that the path that god has that person on is on their path and their path alone right i don't know what happened behind the scenes to help them get to where they are and who knows like what they were able to endure may be too much for me to endure and vice versa my own path is unique to me and only i can walk it with god and what i can endure someone else might not be able to endure right and so I had to stay in my own lane and figure out that, hey, I need my own lane. I got to stay in that own lane. And and so I had to rem remind myself that I'm not them and they are not me. And I need to pull inspiration from them. But when it comes too much where I'm trying to pinpoint my life around what they're doing, then it becomes comparison. And that is a trap. And that is not a trap that I don't want to be in. That's a trap that you shouldn't be in either. And that leads me to number two, which is to be aware of triggering topics and minimize exposure to them. So this goes along with the idea of just like social media again, just having a break from social media. I found myself um, 
again, when I was talking about seeing constant footage and pictures and videos and just all sorts of things about the coronavirus and people making light of it, it's like fun to joke about it at times, but then it becomes too much when it's just like a constant thing that you see online, a constant thing that you see on t the TV. And so it's okay. It's more than okay to turn the TV off for a little bit or to turn your phone off for a little bit and just not engage with the media because that's all that they're talking about right now it's important for you to stay updated and to stay educated but with the right resources and the right sources right i just found myself just really making sure that when i'm consuming too much of certain thing that i have to let go of it you know when you're eating too much potato chips and then you realize hmm not mm, my body i was trying to get <laughs> i don't know about that then you realize like i need to cut down on whatever that's happening right or maybe you've had too much sugar and then you have like a upset stomach and you're like dang i should have listened to my body when it said stop and i didn't so you cut down on that on sugar right same thing with being an undeclared major story about not trying to surround myself in too many situations where i had to be asked what my major was or what my life plans were granted it's kind of hard to escape that because that's a natural question that you're going to get when you're starting off in a new class in a new semester that's a gr question that you're always going to get when you meet new people in college the one of the first things they're going to say besides what's your name where you're from is what's your major it's also one of the main questions you get when you see family members you haven't seen in a long time like how you been how's your major oh you don't have one and then i had to really surround myself with positive affirmations and a healthy boundaries when it comes to conversations like that because it was triggering to me because I was like, dang, when you ask me that question and I have to move past this fear of saying I'm undeclared and I don't know what I want to do, I um, it just it's kind of upsetting. And so I had to find ways to be like, I'm undeclared. I'm still trying to figure out what it was. Thank you so much. How are you doing? And just move the conversation in a different way so I could avoid and minimize that fear that I would, would feel around that question that goes from trying to avoid even though i know it can be hard conversations that can be triggering to you or topics that can be triggering to you by taking a social media break um turning off the tv surrounding yourself with things that you actually enjoy and things you actually want to learn about and talk about number three is to pray and number three kind of goes with number four someone kind of combine them together so pray and trust god and so prayer is one of the most powerful tools that you can ever use it's one of the most powerful tools that you can have in your life toolbox and i recommend you having it in your life toolbox during this time of heightened fear and hysteria culture we need to seek god and pray more than ever not to say that you um i mean i already pray a lot throughout each day but this prayer is super important because it's not just about me, it's about other people and the state of our country and the state of our world right now. I know I've been praying a lot for those who are in countries where the coronavirus is a lot more, um, um, it's affecting a lot more people. I've also been praying for the medical and emergency personnel who are working in the hospitals, who are in the trenches, working face-to-face, um, -face, long hours with people who were sick because of other things. Uh, other than the coronavirus and then trying to figure out how to deal with people who are being diagnosed with the coronavirus and how to not contract themselves and it's just a very stressful situation so I'm very grateful for people who have the ability to work in this kind of situation and so I want to pray for that and praying for your family members and just praying overall because this my pastor went to, I went to church this morning my pastor was like I'm not really afraid right because he doesn't feel like this coronavirus and it might not be a, a popular opinion but he doesn't feel like this is from the enemy 
Um, he feels like this is from God and that God is allowing it to happen for a certain reason. If you think about it, when somebody allows something to happen, they know something's coming and they make room for it to happen so you can experience something, some type of transformation, some type of um, change, right? And so God sees the state of our world. If you think about it, I've seen so many other posts about it, about how, you know, Families coming together potentially more so now than they have been in the past because now we're forced to be inside the house because we can't go to school and we're working from home, right? And so this can um, mend families that have been broken or haven't been spending much, as much time together. This can mend relationships with spouses or friends when you haven't had the time and you're scheduled to sit down and actually ask them how they're doing and how they're feeling and get to know them better. I, my pastor was like, I feel like this is God's way of just allowing us to mend what is broken, right? Um, and trying to gain a better sense of humanity because we were like so far apart and so quick to hurry and hustle, but we're not quick to rest and recover from that hustle and grind, right? And so that leads me to trust God as well. When he was talking about that, I was like, okay, this, this is God's plan. We got to trust the plan he has for us, you know? Um, he knows us much better than we know ourselves. And he knows what this world needs much better than we know. I mean, we're hurting the earth if you think about it. This is God's way of transforming our hearts and creating a positive change. We don't know what that change is, but in essence, we just have to trust what he's doing. And that is for the betterment of you and I and the rest of the world. And that leads me to number five, which is practice self-care. Besides the whole washing your hands and sneezing and coughing in your elbows, which is something that you should already been doing. I saw an APA.org that was talking about practicing self-care. This is a topic that I wouldn't say is foreign to me, but I definitely don't practice it enough. Some of the things that I was thinking of as, as brainstorming was like going on a walk, you know, Yes, we are practicing social distancing, but doesn't mean you can't leave your house and walk around and get some fresh air. It's actually good for you. You can take this time to FaceTime a friend or call a family member because you are in the house and check up on them and see how they're doing and how they're taking it. You can read a book. I know as a college student, reading a book for fun is very rare because I'm usually reading a book for an assignment or a test. You can cook or order your favorite meal. You can watch a favorite a movie that you haven't seen in a while. I know that I have not seen a lot of movies in my lifetime, and so I'm trying to catch up on it. The other day I started watching A Wrinkled Time, which, you know, has been out for quite a while. I think a couple years, a year or two, I know, I think. So, trying to do that. And then listening to your favorite song, just to name a few things that you can do to take care of your si yourself. I would encourage you, and I'm also saying this to myself as well, to take this time to take care of yourself. You know, you have, when are you going to have this free time again to really make sure that you are going to walk away from this whole phenomenon or event still in your right mind, still at peace and healthy. And number six is to lean into your support system, aka your friends, your family, your dog. This time, again, is kind of tricky and difficult to navigate because we as humans like to know what's coming. And when we don't know what's going to happen, it makes us scared and worried. But this is a great time to lean into your support system. This is a great way for me, if I want to be home with my family, to spend more time with them and just discuss how we're feeling with them. And the same with my friends. Like, I plan on calling and FaceTiming them in the next week just checking up on them and saying how are you taking it i mean yes we have an extended week of spring break which is fun and all but like this was all through us for a loop so making sure that we're handle handling this transition well and i don't have a dog but if i did i would hug it because i feel like i could use a nice cuddle with a cute little furry friend furry friend but really overall i just want you and i to 
acknowledge how we're feeling, but also respond accordingly in a healthy way. Now, before I go, I want to close it out with prayer. So if you're driving, do not bow your heads and close your eyes. But if you have the ability to, I would ask you kindly to bow your head and close your eyes. Dear God, thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for waking us up this morning and allow us to allow you to have whoever's listening to this podcast right now to just receive this word, that this message that was on my heart, Lord. And I just want to pray for the state of our country and the state of our world right now, Lord. We are giving into fear way too much. We're, we're losing toilet paper, Lord. We're losing toilet paper. And we're thinking about resources and not thinking about the source that we need to run to, Lord. And so I just pray that you just... You just teach us a lesson with what's going on right now. We it's very confusing times. We're kind of we're uncertain about what's going to happen after this hopefully dies down, Lord. And I just pray that you get rid of it, Lord. That's like my pastor said this morning, just get rid of it, Lord. And I just pray over those who are dealing with the coronavirus in a more um, heavy way, Lord. I want to pray for the medical personnel that are out here in the hospitals, Lord, taking care of patients who have contracted the virus or who have not contracted the virus or dealing with other medical issues, Lord. I pray for those who have contracted that you just cover them and just allow them to recover, Lord. And I just pray for covering over this whole world, Lord, because the blood of Jesus is a lot stronger than any germ or virus, Lord. I just pray that we have faith in you and that you have something happening within us and in this world lord because of this lord and i just pray for strength and peace that surpasses any understanding lord for me and to whoever's listening right now and just for the whole world lord and that we just remember to trust you lord during this time and to take the necessary precautions to keep ourselves healthy and to just practice self-care lord during this time lord and i'm just thankful that you allowed whoever is listening right now to listen to the podcast and i pray for them and the rest of their week lord in jesus name i pray amen thank you so much for listening to the shy to shining podcast if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast like you do on youtube by clicking the button so you won't miss any new episodes and be sure to rate the show and leave a little review Alrighty, my friend that's all i have for you today but before i go remember this Aim far, my little star, and shine bright, my little light. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!